Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it's Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. And as I've been talking now for the last couple of weeks, we're at the Red Lion Run. At Laprino Foods, 38th and Quivis, which is just a little bit south of I-70. Really, I-70 Pecos head, I don't know, a block or so west once you get to 38th, Paul. That's correct. And that's all you. Paul and I are with us from Group Insurance Analysts as well. Jeff Kitty also yep. with us. And, again, we're live. You can tell that from some of what's going on in the background. And we what got a here beautiful about, day. Got here about 7.30, and, Paul, you said there were cars and folks already showing up about 7 o'clock. Uh, some even before 7. Nice. Nice. Wow. So it, honestly, right now, perfect temperature. So Beautiful. If you want to come out and have a good time, and this is one of those events where it's free to the public, if you want to enter a yeah. car, which I'm guessing they're getting pretty full on cars. I guess if you wanted to try to squeeze a car in, you could. All of the donations today, even what goes on at the concession stand and so on, that is benefiting the Food for Thought. Uh, Bob Bell, we'll have him on here a little bit later and talk about what he does, but he feeds a lot of school kids that would otherwise not have a meal through the weekend is what they do right paul uh, that that's you, correct. you can mention that for a moment yes. go ahead yes uh there's a we we do about six thousand food bags every wow. friday morning amazing wow. uh, that go out to uh title one schools okay title one schools are those that have about 90 percent uh, or more free lunch so they're lower income right schools and uh Every Friday morning during the school year, about uh, 6 a.m., we're under the West Colfax Viaduct, and we are taking those food items that come from the Rocky Mountain Food Bank and put it in those bags, and we have volunteer uh, truckers that uh, deliver them to the schools. And it's all volunteer. Nobody gets paid. No one gets. There's not one salary in this. And they, they show up every Friday. It is amazing how many people show up every Friday morning, even on those days where it's five degrees 10 degrees where you think people would just stay home what statement is that's what america is all about there you go that that's it right there There you go that's that's what what america is all about there's no government involved or anything like that it's just it's just just bob and his crew that's why i like it's no government (laughs) that's right it's americans taking care of americans that's awesome and and it costs us five dollars per bag of food because the government's not involved correct otherwise it'd be triple that be fifty dollars that's right that's right good point paul again we are live out at the red lion run laprino foods if you've not been to this car show it's a really an event yeah it's it's a car show but it's an event there's vendors there's food there's all sorts of things to do here it's a family event so come by and say hi i think it's one of the best local car shows that's out there yep between this one and the one we're going to do next week up at the Airport, the Rocky Mountain yep. Airport, kind of you know both ends of town, I should say. Or this is middle of town. The other one's going to be north end of yep. town. You know, collector collector car council. Uh, Dick and his crew. We'll talk to some of them a little later today as well about the car show next week. A little different flair. There'll be some airplanes and things next yeah. week. This is a little more quaint, but still a lot of cars here at this show. And as I'm watching him dri- drive through here, a lot of really high quality cars today that are around yeah. us. And and here's the other thing, folks. It's not specific here. 
as to year, make, model. I mean, no. this isn't like a 72 and older. I mean, it's, this is, there's everything from some fairly new things that you can see here. I, mean, I drove my TRX, so it's here. Yep. There's everything from that to super old cars to everything in between, and you name it, come by. Again, just come by, say hi. That's the biggest thing about a day like yeah. today, and just get out and enjoy. So, Paul, with you being here, though, one thing I did want to talk about today on Fix-It Radio especially, we'll get into drive radio on some of the automotive side, of course, but uh, house insurance, homeowner's insurance, there's a lot of, how should I say this? I've heard from certain people that rates are changing, going up, of course. Can you explain some of what's happening in the marketplace right now? Yes, uh, we have a, a very hard market, as we call it, uh, for home insurance here in Colorado. But Colorado's not the only state. For example, in, in California, State Farm, the biggest uh, insurer for homes in that state, uh, they're, they're, right now they will not write new home policies. Wow. They're, they're not canceling existing people, but they've stopped writing home policies. In Florida, uh, farmers insurance saw that pulled one. out. It actually pulled out. They're actually non-renewing. Yeah, they're not there policy. at all. Yeah, they're just they're they're yanking it. So so there are issues going on all over the country, and Colorado is one of those states. Now, uh, Florida you see hurricanes, and California you see earthquakes and wildfires and a lot of uh, environmental flooding, types things like flooding. that. Uh, Colorado for years uh, has been a wind hail state. Right. Okay. Wind and hail are are, the, are, two, are usually our two biggest things, right? Yes. Yeah. The the Marshall fires a couple of years ago that that was unusual, right? Especially to have that type in of this fire. in this area. Yes. yes exactly. You're correct. Exactly You're correct. right. You normally we see the wildfires uh, out in rural areas, so so the, these things are are causing our uh, home rates to go up, and not only go up, we we are seeing carriers that are non renewing policies, okay, or they're stopping uh, writing business. Uh, but we're also seeing policy modifications as well, okay. and that's the thing you have to look at because uh, if you drive around here, you look at people's roofs, they're almost all new. We've replaced virtually every roof here in this wow. metro area uh, over the last, like, five, six, seven years. You go back east, when I go back and visit, I look at the roof. First thing I look at, I'm an insurance guy, sure, I look at the roofs, sure. okay? They're all old. They're they're all waiting. I never really thought about that. They're they're great, waiting for great a hailstorm. So I never thought about that. Great so, point. So uh, uh, so when we see these hailstorms, even if it's a new roof, chances are it gets damaged. We have to replace it again. So we're seeing different coverages for wind and hail. So okay. like a separate deductible, a wind hail deductible. It could be for the roof. It could be for the whole house. And that wind hail deductible could be a percent, or it could be a flat amount. And we're also seeing some companies go to actual cash value mm-hmm. when replacing uh, a roof. And, and what is that? Well, actual cash value is how we do cars. So when your car is totaled, you're not getting the 30000 that the car costs. You're getting yeah. the 5000 that it's worth. Right. Yeah. right. Good because point. it's a 10 years Good old. Good point. And uh, there's, uh, that's what uh, some companies are now doing on the roof. So if you have a 20-year roof and it's 10 years old and... It gets uh, damaged, destroyed in a hailstorm. They're going to cover, give you half? a check for half. half. Okay, so they're prorating it like, like for years in the automotive world, batteries and things like that. There's been prorations on a yes. lot of things. They're doing the same thing now. Okay, so here's a question for you. Since they're doing that now on the roof, prorating roofs, how do people know whether there's been a change on their policy? I mean, if they don't have a really good agent, somebody like you, to where you're going to sit down and really walk through that, which 
you guys do, but if you bought this, I hate to say this, but there are people that do, you buy this on the Internet, and you've now got your Internet home insurance, are they going to tell you when there's a change like that coming down the pike? You have to be really alert on that. And, okay. and, and even with some of the big companies, uh, the captive direct writers, we're seeing these uh, on the renewal statement. Uh, when the renewal comes in, it says, hey, we have changed your deductible. We've changed how we're covering your roof. Okay. Um, if you don't want this, you have to call us. Okay. So if you ignore it or if you miss it's an it, automatic. it's an it automatic. So a not saying anything means it's in effect. Exactly. And, and it should be the opposite. But uh, that's what we see happening. And so oftentimes we will run into people yeah. and they'll say, well, I don't have that on my roof. And, and we get their policy and they do. Sure enough, they, they have do. that change. Now, the other thing that's happening is, is that uh, uh, you stay on one of the old, older policies that integrates your deductible and, and its full replacement costs. Well, we're seeing the rates in those policies go so much higher. So they're so you're going to pay it one way or the other right. is the point. That's so, right. Okay, so here's a question, and I kind of I've learned through the years, and as you know, have had um, different things that have happened in my world. You guys were with me with the fire I had up in Granby, and things happen, and I get that. And I've had you know I've been I've been you know insured business-wise since I was 22 years old. I'm 58, so I've been around the insurance thing for a very long time. Not in your seat, but kind of on the other side. And I've seen all sorts of changes through the years. And what I have learned, and I didn't really, well, and it was a different time. You know, I started in 1986. It was a different time in 86 than it is today. But what I've learned of late especially is I feel, and I know not everyone can do this, but I think if you can and if you're disciplined financially to where you can make it happen, you're better off trying to do a little bit of self-insurance, have the catastrophic stuff that you need, fire, you know, total loss, things like that. But when it comes to things, even, Paul, like roofs and things along those lines, if you can somehow self-insure yourself a little bit that way and save on the rate, aren't you, in the end, probably saving money? Well, yes, and when you do that, you, you tend to take care of things a little better. That's true, too. You know, prevention, that <laughs> whole thing true. about prevention. You're right. Uh, and, uh, Great point. And, and so you, you see that happening all the time. And, and we're also seeing people uh, even taking the initiative, and they're starting to ask us about these different uh, forms, these different policies. We, you know, the HO3 is a standard homeowner's policy. A DP3 is a standard landlord policy. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of clients who have rental properties. Sure. Uh, and and uh, and so that's a standard policy. But people say, well, what can I do? And uh, well, with, with a a DP three, we call that a special form. Special form means it's all all peril, all perils are covered. Well, what if you went to like a DP two and you had a broad form? A broad form covers almost every peril under a special form, but it's a little lower premium. What if you really wanted to take a little more of a chance, maybe go to a DP-1? DP-1 is a named peril policy. Okay. Okay, so it says, you know, for fire, wind, hail. I blood. see. It you're, defi- you're, you're defining you're those defining things. You're defining them. That's okay. right. You're taking on a little more risk. Uh, uh, but, but you're probably saving a bunch on the premium, right? That's correct. So it, I'm not saying you should do that, go that way, but you might want to consider Depends on your finances. It. And exactly. How, how you, but as time goes by and... As again, I, 
we all know how this works. When you're younger and you're raising a family and you're irking it out and you're trying the best you can, you may not have a lot of extra disposable income, and I understand that. But as we get a little older and the kids kind of start moving out and things start changing a little bit and the burn rate, I call it, starts to diminish, mm-hmm. you can kind of start building, hopefully, a little bit of cash and some reserves and so on. And and then you can kind of compound that, and what I mean by that is if you can then take what I just said and then do what you're talking about and start looking at these other areas where from home, auto, which we'll get into in drive radio, there, trust me, folks, there's ways to yep. save on that end. And, yes, you're going to self-insure yourself a little bit, but if you do it properly, you will typically come out ahead. And the other thing that's always important, and we recommend it every year, is review. Yes, Okay, reviews are important, and, and I know a lot of people don't want to do it, and it's a, it may be a hassle, but we do a lot of that work for people, Right. and it, the hassle's on our end, Right. not, not on the customer. But uh, the review is an education for the customer. That's correct. That way they know what's going on, they get a better idea what's going on. And you get some peace of mind, too. Even even if you don't make a change, you've reviewed what el- what your options what, are. It gives you a chance to ask questions, too. Exactly. Well, along those lines, what do you feel, Paul? Because you, you run into this. I mean, you guys talk to, since you're a broker, you talk to thousands of people or more in a year's time just because of the nature of what you guys do. What do you feel and what do you see in the office as some of the biggest mistakes insurers make? Well, uh the, the insurance companies, uh, because we've worked with them for so many years, to me, insurance companies tend to uh, overreact. Okay. Okay. Now, we, we've been in a tough situation in Colorado uh, for homes, but it's cycle. It really does cycle. It does. Okay. Correct. And uh, the, the cycling, uh, you know, we had a cycle in the 2000s where um, we had nothing. We had, we had no claims going on. And... The rates in 1999 for home were higher than where they were in 2009. So they had come down. We do see those cycles. Then, then we had the, the, the 2010 through 2018 was a bad cycle, mm-hmm. and, and the rates have gone up. And uh, now, other than this year, we had a little break. We had about a three-, four-year uh, cycle where... Didn't have much. Right. And, right. and uh, so we were expecting things to loosen up, start loosening up, but they didn't. So uh, they're still worried about Colorado, but I think that insurance companies actually move too slow in, in that in 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 the rating and re-rating. Okay, uh, they should. Uh, they've got the, enough data and, and sure they technology. Do. They've got the actuaries. They know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. They should be able. to. I think. I think to your it. point, they have a tendency to have a really quick knee-jerk reaction to something. Exactly. Hey, there was a big fire. We can't do that anymore. Which, by the way, I, I look at insurance companies to do that and think, wait a minute, time out. In that particular area, especially, every we'll use Granby that that whole troublesome fire area as an example. The whole area is wiped out. The chances of having another forest fire in that area is about as slim as it gets. Exactly, it's about as slim as me winning the billion-dollar Powerball. So, given that, why would they not want to recoup some of the money that they've you know that they've had to invest in in rebuilding homes and so on getting that back in premiums and so on knowing that the chances of having another fire in that area to that extent 
again, Paul, it is, it's going to be years and years and years before something like that happens again. Why don't they look at it that way? Well, and also, like when they're raising premiums, okay, yes, we understand they have to have premiums that are appropriate. Sure. But why go so high that you drive away the customers drive away business. that then you can't recoup Correct. Them. I don't understand that mentality. And, and we see that happening all the time. To me, that's where you've got some bean counters at the higher echelon that are trying to make decisions that don't understand the street. And, and there's different ways in which they can slow down business other than just raising the premiums to the point where no one will buy and they lose existing customers. Uh, and they could, uh, for example, they could make it maybe a little more difficult for us to quote. Oh. Okay, or they could put a couple of other reviews in well, that they, and they, process. And, I, and, we, and there's controversy over this, and maybe this is something we should come back and talk about after the break. I know there's controversy around this, but that is to your point. You can rate the client and the insurance companies. Folks, I'll just call it what it is. Do they discriminate? They absolutely do. They discriminate in all sorts of ways when it comes to insurance, whether it be on your car and the driving record. Again, we'll get into some of that on drive radio, but your home, your credit score, all these different things. How many claims have you had in the past? What's your loss runs like? So on and so forth. They look at all of those things. They are discriminating against the the public on an ongoing basis, Paul, and that's what they do. And, and that maybe after the break we should maybe talk about whether they should do that or not. Okay. What are the implications okay. of discriminating? Let's do is that. Is it good or bad? That's perfect. We'll, we'll segue into that. Guys, if you have any questions insurance-wise, as you can tell, Paul's very knowledgeable. He can answer really anything that you've got across the board. We're talking fix-it radio on the home side. We'll get into the auto side when we get into drive radio. But, by the way, e- either question we could answer right now. So whatever you've got, give us a call, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, you can text us as well, 307 307- 282-22. We're live. Red Lion Run Car Truck Bike Show. Laprino Foods, 38th and Quivis. We're just a little bit south of I-70, and really the Pecos area is the best way to say it. So any part of town, you can get here within about 30 minutes or so and come out and have a good time. We'll be right back, though. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21 percent. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DOOR. Equal credit lender. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Again, live Red Lion Run, Laprino Foods. They've been doing this uh, show for over 20 years, by the way, Paul just informed me of. And there's another quick way to get here. If you're coming from kind of the east side of town, maybe coming over this direction, you can also get to us by just going I-25 to 38th Avenue and then head west. And we're, what, 10 minutes or so west, maybe not even that, five not minutes. Even, not even five minutes. Okay, so just come in. Uh, you got to circle around us. Just remember that because they've closed a few streets off around to allow the traffic and the pedestrians and all of that. So, yeah, make your way around. All right, before we get into talking about the ratings, let's talk to Joe in Jersey real quick. Joe, what's going on this morning? Uh, John, two comments. One, on Internet insurance, uh, you need to be very careful. On some of those Internet policies, they state your deductible as a percentage of the stated home value. So if you have a $500,000 home and they have a 1% deductible, that's a $5,000 deductible. Um, so a lot of people don't notice that, you know, because normally most people have a 500 or a 1000 um, I've seen some Internet policies where it's a 2% of stated value deductible. Um, wow. So that would be a ten. That'd be a ten thousand dollar deductible. So um, be careful what you buy because the rates look really, really good, but you can really get burned on the deductible. Great point. Um, Great point. The, the other, the other topic was the phase out of generators. Uh, I know we talked about it during yeah. the week, but yeah. to your 
listeners who don't know, the Consumer Product Safety Council uh, has made a ruling that uh, effective February 1 of next year, all current uh, portable generators can no longer be manufactured because they don't meet their emission standards. Right. Um, and so, number one, I doubt the manufacturers will be able to re-engineer and, and uh, redesign Not enough those, time. Uh, we that, talked about that earlier in the week, Joe. There just isn't there physically not enough time for them to do that. Right. And if and when they do, I'm a, imagine, John, that the emission controls are going to have to add, will inc- have to include something similar to a catalytic converter. So the generator you could have bought for $750 this year, the next generation bucks. with those emission thousand bucks at least so if yep. you're thinking about buying a portable gen set buy do it, it now now yep. do it now because the closer we get and the more publicity is that comes around that's right that that's stays right out the more expensive they'll just like people hoarding toilet paper people that's are going right. to start hoarding generic people Great are going to start point. hoarding generators so, so if you if you're thinking about buying a gen set buy it now because if you wait till next year, you probably A, won't get one, and B, when they finally yep. come out with the new ones, you'll pay an arm and a leg. Good point. That's a great point. So, hey, Joe, on that one, too, one thing I didn't read and I didn't get a chance to is how high of KW does that go to, or is that all gas and you know propane power generators, period? Uh, John, it's all portable generators. All portable, all portable. generators. Okay. So, any, so if it's a standby right. unit for the home, that would be a little different situation. Yeah, but it's a natural gas unit, you know, uh, permanently wired to the home. You're in good shape. But if you okay. just want a portable thing that you can pull out and yep. plug in, yep. you know, and and, you know, and typically, by the way, when you do that, it doesn't do the whole house. Right. A lot of people right. get like a 5,000 uh, 5, kW, which, you know, refrigerator, keeps your furnace running in the winter. You get some basic lights, um, but it's not going to run your air conditioning in the summer, and it's not going to run, you know, your... but. Again, if you just want to keep your food cold and the furnace right. running and have lights and yep. TV, uh, you know, 5,000 kW will do that. And then you have to selectively determine, you know, which yep. circuits you want to energize and which ones you're willing to do without. Um, and if you got a well, anyway, so there's a whole, we can have another discussion someday. But, um, again, all portable generators are, uh, current, currently on the market uh After February one of next year, so right, right, uh, and, okay. I'm, and I imagine, imagine there'll be a run before that happens. So I'm sure you're correct on that. Yep, yep, absolutely, there will be. Yep. All right, that's my contribution for Joe, today, guys. You know, and I tell you, you know, you know, in your in your thought on just doing a whole, you know, maybe even a you know half a show or something on that. Let's do that. I'll get together with you. We'll figure out a day we can do that, and we'll make that happen. Yeah, because there's all sorts of ways to. That's right. If you want a portable. Uh, to wire up, to, to put in the uh, to put in the equipment where you can hook up safely, hook up a portable, and then selectively do circuit breakers. So yeah, John, we should probably do a 20, yep, 30 minutes that. on that some more okay. someday. Okay. I'll do that. I'll email you. We'll get that done, Joe. Appreciate you, sir, very much as all always. And all right. By the way, Joe has started that off correctly on even the whole internet end of things. So before we get into should they discriminate or not, I've got thoughts on that, which we'll get into. Going, though, to the Internet end of things, I, not being in your world, Paul, for all you listening, by the way, Paul and I are GIA Group Insurance Analyst with us. You hear him during the week from time to time with uh, Scott Watley and on my show during the week and that as well. 
Uh, Jeff Kitty with me as well. Yep. We're Red Lion Run, car, truck, bike show. Lots of cars still coming in. You can hear that kind of in the background. But, Paul, the Internet, is it as big of a factor in all of this as, as I think it is? Or do most people still go to somebody like yourself to get their insurance? Uh, most people still buy insurance through agents and brokers okay. like us. Okay. Uh, there is a growing online presence. Okay, but insurance is more complicated than maybe buying a generator, for example. Correct. Okay, uh, and, and insurance, it, it's something that you buy today, and you don't know when you'll use it. You may never yeah. use it. You may use it three years from now. Right. Okay, and, and uh, three years from now, you're not even going to remember what you bought. Yeah. Okay, and that's when you want to talk to somebody. But people will use the Internet to uh, maybe, in their thought, they're keeping us honest. You know, like they're checking out Shopping premiums. It, whatever. They're, they're yeah. get doing research. Like when they look for cars, similar to you. Exactly. Okay. Okay, but um, uh, more, I, I know with our clientele, and it, it's it's a clientele that really wants to work with an individual, that when something happens, they have a question, they want to talk to the same person, not a call center. They want to talk to their agents and ask that question or, or whatever. That's the type of clientele we have. And that's still a, a large uh, percentage yep. of people out there. Okay, good. That's good to know. Okay, so let's talk about the whole discrimination side. And I know a lot of people don't like that word, but that's what it is. I mean, it used to even be a commercial that would say discriminating buyers, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, we used to talk about it all the time. Now it's taboo. You can't say that word because it's, you know, against all the rules. But the reality is people discriminate. I say this during the week all the time. They discriminate constantly. From the clothing they wear to the people they hang out with to the people they marry to the food they eat to the cars they drive to the insurance they buy to... I can go down the list, Paul. People discriminate every single day in the things and the choices that they make. And there's, by the way, nothing in my opinion wrong with that. That's exactly how things work because if we were all the same, it would stink. We Nobody would want that. We, we want... I don't want unification. I want the diversity and the things that are going on in that world and people being able to choose and so on. Now, when it comes to the insurance company side, and I know there's different schools of thought, I personally have no problem with insurance companies discriminating. And I'll give you my theory, and you tell me whether I'm thinking correctly or not. I want them discriminating because if I am with a company that looks at it like I do, and I can do a lot of the preventative maintenance and the things that you even talked about earlier, and I can even have a higher deductible, and I'm not going to turn every little, t- which I'm not that guy. I don't turn every, and I do it this way. Business and home, I do as high deductibles as I possibly can. I self-insure a lot of things. I take care of a lot of small stuff. Even in the company, if we have you know, small accidents or mishaps or whatever, we handle all that on our own. I don't turn those claims in because, in a way, we're self-insuring. Well, frankly, I want to be partnered with an insurance company that looks at it the same way I do because hopefully because others in their group are like me, it keeps all of our rates down to a certain degree if they've got more customers like me versus somebody that is using the insurance company as a maintenance policy. Yeah. Am uh, I right in yeah, what I'm saying? Yes, or? yes. It, uh, taking politics out of the word discrimination right. uh, in insurance is discriminating good or bad and and. In reality, it's good to discriminate when you're talking about insurance. Like everything in, in life, we always have this 80-20 rule. Correct. Okay? Correct. And, and insurance is no different. When you uh, take that discrimination policy out of 
you know, the rating formula, if you prevent insurance companies from discriminating, then you get something like Obamacare. Right. And that's, to me, Everybody's that's, created equal. That, that's And it. they're not. And, and, and that's the best example I, I can use. Okay. Uh, Good example. Now, if they try to do that for home or auto insurance, which they are trying to do, yes. what's going to happen is 80% of the people who are responsible... Yep, and uh, and and should be paying lower premiums. Those people will pay higher premiums, because so that so that the other twenty percent who uh, are higher risk yep. will pay less. Yep. yep. So that's what discrimination does. It says uh, uh, it looks at your driving record, for example, for auto insurance. Well, your driving record's an, an important part of that premium. If you prevent insurance companies from looking at your driving record. Then uh, once they have to blend the rate. Insurance companies are all about risk. We know that. And 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 by the way, if I was running one or if I was an insurance company, I would be doing the exact same thing. You're looking at okay, here's my group of clients. Here's my group that are less risky that I probably don't have as much to worry about as I do this group of customers that I just know from history that they're most likely going to be more risky. It's why. Young male teenage drivers are the most expensive driver to insure there is, is because we've all been there as men. It is the most risky time in your life typically to drive because you're doing things that you probably wouldn't do any other time of your life. Am I right? Exactly. The young young, uh, male (laughs) is going to roll the car. The young female is going to get a fender bender. Correct. That's the difference. Two different, yes. Thank you. It's it's complete. Now, I know it's not. 100% 100% across the board, but that's about a 90-plus percentage of what you just said and how things work. And insurance companies know that. It's statistically very sound, yes. and that's what insurance companies are, are looking Good for. Good point. Good and, point. And uh, the, the more that – uh, we don't like to use this word anymore, but the more an insurance company can discriminate, really what they're saying, the more that they can rate right. based on factors – the better rate they can give to better the, risk people. The, the good quality customers. Exactly. And that's what you want. You want to give that really good driver uh, that doesn't drive that much and, and uh, maybe doesn't do a lot of highway driving and doesn't drive at midnight or 3 o'clock in the morning. You, you want to give that person a great rate. You want to keep that customer. That's right. Okay. On the other hand. That's how you make money as an insurance company. Exactly, you want them. Exactly. On the other hand, you're going to have a driver who's single, 20 25, uh, it drives a beater, and has got uh, multiple violations, and and yep. uh, that that's a that's maybe a, on the edge of losing his license it, exactly. and so on, and yeah, yes, and, and and you don't want that. You don't you don't want good customers paying more because someone has DUIs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. And and that's what happens when the when the uh, insurance departments and the government. Goes to insurance companies right. and says, "You can't do this. That's right. That's unfair. That's, That's right. discrimination. Well, You're not allowed to do and that." And for those of you thinking, though, this will never happen, they're doing it in mortgages as we speak. Mm-hmm. Those of you that have a higher credit score right now are being penalized in your rate because of government rules that have been initiated by bureaucrats that are not elected, by the way. But those of you with a credit score above 700, I believe, or seven and a quarter, you're paying a higher rate than those with a credit score under that, much to what, Paul, you just said. It's not fair. Right. You're penalizing the person that's worked really, really hard with their finances and their credit and so on, have been diligent. They're a low-risk 
which the mortgage companies know, but yet they're going to pay a higher rate to subsidize the person that hasn't done that. And, and yeah. that's not that, that much different. It is different, but not that much different from what caused the subprime that's right. uh, issue uh, back in 2008. You're right. You're right. And, and so when the government gets involved in these things, it just skews yep. that's right. everything and, that's right. and causes these problems. And Obamacare is the... Once again, the right. great example. Yep. Uh, look at how high the premiums have gone for yep. everyone. That's right. Because of uh, removing the rating factors. Jeff in Western Montana, go ahead, sir. Hey, uh, quick question on that uh, before I get to my real one. Uh, sure, sure. Does, yeah, I, what I read was yes, yes, all that's true, and as, as a principle, I find it important. But as a practical matter, it's like a tenth of one percent or something. So. The actual impact is minimal, which doesn't mitigate the fact that it's still something the government shouldn't do. But what's the severity of the impact on somebody with an average mortgage, do you know? As far as the new rules when it comes to the rates and so on? Higher credit score, having to pay more. Uh, By the way, Kurt Rogers is going to join us around 1030 or so today, and I'll ask him exactly. But I think, Jeff, it's about a half a point. Okay, Which is yeah, significant, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of folks don't realize that insurance is uh, you're taking a risk you have and you're spreading it among other people because you can't afford to handle right. that risk yourself. And they don't stop to think about what risks can I handle. Um, yep. And, right. uh, you know, we don't we don't risk uh, insure our food supply because, oh, it might go bad, you know, your carton of milk. I mean, just go out and buy another carton of milk. But uh, your home is a different matter. So it's it's a matter of risk mitigation, I think. It's in folks, I, I was surprised at the number of folks who don't understand that. Um, but uh, my call, I called about long-term care insurance. I was a retired military, and so I was eligible for the federal long-term care insurance program. Okay. And I was looking at that last uh, last year, and I found out that as of December, they paused any entry into that for new applicants because there was a uh, problem finding an underwriter um, because of rate increases and, and payouts and different things. And I was just wondering if your guests had any insight into uh, the long-term care, uh, any long-term care issues out there, particularly the federal long-term care insurance program. Yeah, long-term care market is a very difficult market. Uh, it, it, the insurance companies started getting heavy into long-term care in the 1990s, right. and they saw it as a huge market. And they were right; they were 100% correct. It's a huge market. Uh, however, the insurance companies found it very difficult to build the um, uh, critical mass they needed in volume. Okay, to make to, that work. To make it work. Okay, a very okay. difficult sell. Uh, and, and found out that um, uh, it, it, most people didn't really think about it until it was happening, which is too late in terms of uh, insurance underwriting. Correct. It, when Obamacare was passed, uh, a segment of it uh, was uh, long-term care, okay, and that was going to be a long-term care program along with Obamacare. They gutted that out of Obamacare in less than six months. Because they saw how the numbers just didn't work. So it's a very, very difficult market to get insurance companies in because they can't get enough premium to cover those claims. Uh, right now, uh, I think the, the vast majority of long-term care is paid through Medicaid, the state Medicaid 
programs, and that's why you're seeing these the state agencies being more aggressive in in seizing property when they can, right? Because you have to spend down right. to get the Medicaid. Um, so they're going in to make sure that you did all that correctly, that you didn't just uh, you know hand all that off to your heirs and so on prior to that, right? Right. Five. You got a five-year look back on that. Okay. Uh, you're you're going to start seeing some uh, proposed legislation, I think, on both the state and federal level to start mandating. You know, in Colorado, they've mandated just about everything for small business. Right. So uh, what is it to add one more thing? True. I mean, we're Good driving point. us out of business Good anyway. Point. No, you're right, Paul. But, Good uh, point. But uh, other than uh, mandating it, I, I don't think they're going to get private insurance companies back into that market. Though most of that got in uh, suffered severe losses. They, they left. Uh, I don't see any new companies on the horizon wanting to get into that. Uh, the, the only only hope I see on the private market are these uh, life insurance companies that are creating these hybrid products, okay, with their permanent life insurance that can include yep. long-term care I have that. Uh, options. I have that, uh, yes. Tends, it looks like it's a, it's a more desirable way I mean, to I've fund that. I've had that, but I've had that since I was probably early 30s. Yep. Okay. Very, very few people did that, uh, you know, 20, uh, 25 years ago and still have it. Right. So it, it, so it's a difficult market. And, and, and there's, I, I, honestly, I see the private market kind of diminishing. I think the government's going to be taking over more of that. Jeff, does that help? Yeah, well, even, I mean, the government has paused their program. And as to your point about uh, participation, Last I read, they had something like 0.1% of the eligible folks were actually participating in it. So, yeah, in terms of a large pool and uh, and uh, different things, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how, how well equipped. They are. Well, apparently they're not well equipped at all, and it's just going to get worse. Uh, which which is sad because I think, like you said, it's a very valuable program. Uh, it. You have to charge what it's going to, you know, so you, right. enough so that you could actually make up, uh, cover your losses. That's what any insurance company That's right. has to That's do. That's right. Otherwise, it's not insurance. You know, Otherwise, it's not, sol- it's not solvent. That's right. So, so don't be surprised yeah. if you see in Colorado, uh, and I don't know how other states will do it, but here that they start doing some sort of uh, mandate on business. Makes sense. And, and then uh, kind of like this family yep. uh, medical Family leave, leave and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. No, yep. that makes sense. Yep. I get it. I get it. Jeff, does that help? Are we good? Yeah, sure. It does. I just uh, wanted to kind of find out a little bit more information out there, and it did. So thanks okay. a lot, guys. You're very welcome, Jeff. Appreciate you very much. And I'll let you go. We'll take a quick time out again. Paul Nigro with us from Group Insurance Analysts. If you need to talk to Paul directly, by the way, or any of the people that he's got in his office, be sure to just go to e-gia.com, e-gia.com. You can go to the website, drive-radio.com, find him there as well. And uh, we'll be right back, though. Don't go anywhere. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. 
Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust a traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. 
Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, live at the Red Lion Run Car Truck Bike Show, Laprino Foods. If you don't know where that is, you literally can just Google Laprino Foods into your or put it into your maps, whatever you use, and it'll take you right here. 38th and Quivish, you can get to us from I-25 and 38 West. You can also get to us by doing I-70 Pecos South. Multiple ways to get here. Um Again, just map it and figure it out. I mean, anymore, Paul, it's you don't really, and Jeff, you don't really have to even carry a paper map anymore. No. You you go plug it into your phone and figure out how to get here. Put the paper address map. in. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy. Paper map? Yeah, well. I, I used to have a glove compartment. Yeah. Well, didn't we map. all? Right. <laughs> I, was, I had a, really quick, I had a conversation with somebody earlier this week, friend of mine, and she's in a class, and they're teaching her how to read topographical maps where you can, you know, figure out terrain and different things along those lines. And I said, well, this is how, real quick, I'll give you the synopsis of what school's going to teach you. Here's how it works. I mean, it's pretty simple. And I said, you know, back in the day, there was a big, for all of you that are old, you'll remember this, but you youngsters may not. Back in the day, there was an index map. For yeah. all your topo maps. And you would go to whatever section of the country you were going to go in here in Colorado. You'd yeah. look at the state, and it was all sectioned out. And then most of the outdoor stores, there was this big, huge wooden file rack. Yep. And you had the index map that you would look to see which one did you need. Then you'd go to the drawer that, you that you know, correlated with the mm-hmm. index map and what you were looking for, and you'd pull it out, and hopefully there'd be one there. If there wasn't, well, then you had to go talk to somebody, see if they could order you one or whatever. But that back in the day is how we didn't have these electronic devices. If you're going to go yeah. hiking or hunting or whatever and you needed a couple of different section maps, that's what you used to go do. You'd get your topo map. And they were all in one. They weren't folded up. They were one big sheet. Yeah. They were in these big, huge drawers. You'd roll it out, and it was like a big blueprint, if you would, and you'd roll that up and... There was your map that we used to get back in the yep. day. You know, when I drove out here in 1977 from New York, uh, we took you know Interstate 80 all the way out here. Okay. And uh, every gas station I stopped at, I grabbed a map. They were free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah back then they were yeah. on the rack. So every yeah. state I uh, had uh, yeah. the state map uh, all across, and that was my glove compartment <laughs> full of yeah. maps. Hilarious. Yeah, they, things have changed. A lot of young people are you know, listening to me right now thinking, you used to do what? Yeah. A drawer with other maps? No, that's how we did it. If you were going to go hunting or camping or whatever, that's exactly how you did it. You know what else we did? We asked for directions. Oh, well, if you didn't know, you did. Yeah. We pulled no, most, mostly women. Men didn't do that much. Mostly women would ask directions. Well, that, when I, was, I know where I'm at. When I was a kid, that was part of <laughs> my job was to know where we were at on the map. You were the navigator. And well, that that was one way yeah. of teaching. Yeah, you were the navigator. You know, yeah. because you got to know this stuff. Is that, where the, is that where the phrase "monkey reading the road roadmap" comes from? Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, and it, it, it always amazed me how 
how uh, great people were when you asked for directions. Yes. I mean, they would just go sometimes, out of their way. Sometimes they'd even take you. They would tell that someone told me, follow me. Follow I'm me, I'll show you. Way. I'm yep. going that way anyways, yep. just follow me. Yep. That's right. Okay, so get <laughs> By the way, Paul Inagro, group insurance analyst, anything you want to talk to with Paul when it comes to, I say this during the week all the time, business, home, auto, you name it, they can do it all. And because they're a broker, they're working for you. They're going to shop for you, find your best deal, and that's just what you guys do. That's my little spiel for you guys because I know you, and that's how you do it, e-gia.com. But back to this whole insurance thing, Paul, and we've got a few minutes left here, about five minutes left. What are a few other things that you see changing in that world that people need to be aware of? Well, well, you talked about, you just said business insurance, and, and that struck me because you know, we were talking about home insurance, we were talking about one percent, two percent wind hail deductibles. Uh, we, I just got notice on my building at Forty Fourth and Garrison. They're going to a five percent wind hail deductible on our policy. So let's say it's insured for one point five million dollars. Okay, five percent. That's so uh, at sixty-two thousand, right? Five hundred something. And, you can uh, put a roof on yourself at that point. I mean, at at that point, almost. Yeah, and I did that uh, a few years ago. It was like forty-five thousand dollars. There you go. And uh, so, so really, they're getting out of even insuring the roof, if you would. And, let, and again, it's kind of back to the whole total loss thing we talked about earlier is where they're headed, right? Exactly. So, so now I'm looking at that saying, okay, what do I need to do? How do you budget to, for that? To budget and yeah. to maintain. What can I do to maintain that roof to get the, the most life out of it yep. uh, as well as anything else? So yeah, In my world, on my commercial buildings, it's just, you know, the way I do that, just food for thought for a lot of other folks that are out there is, I just do it, you know, Dave Hart, who's one of our great sponsors, you know, Roof Savers of Colorado, he'll do commercial stuff as well. I have an annual inspection done. He comes out. If there's anything we need to address, we just take care of it then. And I just learned through the years that I can keep that commercial roof really lasting a lot longer. By, and you should do the same thing on your home, by the way. So, folks, this applies to all roofs, commercial, residential. Do an annual inspection. Well, not like you, and you do take it care way. of your car. That's right. I mean, you, you take care it's of your no car. no different. Yep. No different, Paul. And and uh, and, and you uh, used uh, uh, that saying, "Food for thought." And that's why we're here today. For there food, you go. Food for thought, Denver. Uh, it's it's a nonprofit, local nonprofit, uh, feeds low income children, school children. They uh, wouldn't otherwise eat through the weekend. Let's make sure we say that correctly and, and it, there. And it's uh, so unfortunate that uh, that even occurs. And this is not the kids' fault. You know, again, we're not getting political about this. This is a whole different world that these kids live in than most of you listening do. Most of us have never experienced anything like that at all, and it's not their fault. And so, uh, right, uh, that's correct. So, twenty-five thousand food bags a month are going out to Denver area and surrounding area uh, low-income schools. All volunteers, all donations uh, come in, uh, go to buying food at the Rocky Mountain Food Bank. There's no salaries. People are out uh, under the West Colfax. Now this is Viaduct. a deal where 100% of that's going to help these kids. 100%. There's very few things in life that work that way. That's correct. As you know, Paul. And, and what I like about it is when I make a donation to, to Food for Thought, I know 100% of that's going into food bags for these kids. Uh, that's pretty hard to beat in the charity world. And so the money that we're raising today, all the net proceeds are going. Yeah, to yeah and so for all of you listening today, by the way, that every car that's here paid 20 bucks to get in. Those proceeds are going to go to to Rob and Food for Thought. Uh, other things that are going on as far as some of the vendors and sponsors and so on. All of that collectively is going to Food for Thought. We, and we, we have, do this every year. Every year we have some great T-shirts uh, that people can buy. 
uh, and uh, th- th- that proceed's going to go to Food for Thought. If you buy a sausage sandwich, that proceed's... Which are delicious, by the way. I'm getting They're out of this world. They smell good. If you And I'll, I'll say that alone. If, you, if you're not a car person, if you just want to come and have a good time and enjoy, you may not even be into cars. That side of it alone is worth coming out for, and I mean that sincerely, Paul. They are delicious. Well, I'm just looking over there right now. Oh, we get to smell them the whole, ta- whole time we're here. That's the bad part. Right. We need a break. i got to go over here. <laughs> they are delicious. So, yes, folks, if you're out and about today, this is a great family event. There's a lot of people. I mean, we've already had, I don't know, several hundred people already here today. The parking lot's full. Cars are full. Uh, or the parking lot's full of cars, I should say. Might be availability for a few more cars to come in although if you drive down here with your hot rod or your collector car you may or may not get in because we're pretty full although i do see a few little spaces i could squeeze a few more cars in twenty dollar entry fee if you want to bring your car it's free for spectators so if you're going to come down and just hang out and enjoy and stop by say hi talk to us whatever all of that paul's free of charge you can just come out with the family and enjoy yourself that's correct and it's a ball. And we'd love to see you. And, and for those of you that are car lovers, um, I've been watching some of the cars even roll through. There are some extremely, extremely nice cars out here today. I mean that sincerely. You guys know me. I wouldn't say that if I wasn't, you know, wasn't knowing what some of the, 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 the cars that are here, I should say, some of the. And it's, it's not just vintage. Uh, a lot of you are thinking, oh, I don't know what kind of cars are there. It's literally everything from the early 30s all the way up to new stuff and everything in between. And if you're a Bronco fan, we have an orange uh, Ford Bronco here. Oh, yeah. And there's a new Bronco here as well that I just, just saw pull indoors and off, and guy did some things to it. It looks really neat. So, again, come by. Come by our booth and say hi. You're going to see the drive radio tent. I've not gotten a tent updated that say fix-it radio or any of the rest of the stuff we do because – and this even has the old logo on it, but it works, and I've got it, and I keep using it until it quits working. I'll keep using it, Paul. So it works. Come by, say hi. we got just a few seconds left of this program, Fix It Radio. Find us at fixitradio.com, and don't forget to find Paul. It's e-gia.com. Drive Radio is next. We'll be right back. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.